Welcome back to the Dream Lab Series podcast, where we go behind the mindset of high achievers. I am life and confidence coach Audrey Diaz Robles. And I am life and business coach Sabrina Castillo. I'm excited to start this conversation with Audrey today. Yeah, so today it's just us, and we are talking about something that we've been seeing all over social media. And chances are you've seen it too, and you're feeling the pressure. Have you guys seen? all of these posts about there are only X number of days, X number of weeks left in the year, and it's now or never. Yeah. And all of a sudden you feel like, ah, oh, it's now or never. If I don't do it now, then it's never going to happen or I have to wait till next year to start, right? Right. And we're here to tell you, take that pressure off of yourselves. There's no timeline. There's literally the the essence of time, generally speaking, whatever you decide to do today, January, February, March, April, May, whenever you decide to take action, then that's when you take action, right? But there's no timeline that says you only have 40. Let's just take that, right? There's 40 days left in the year. And what? I'm Mm -hmm. not really sure what that means to me, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, so there's there's 40 days left in 2021. But I like to think that I have, I like to live as if I have infinite time, right? I know we don't Mm -hmm. have infinite time. And I know people say like, oh, well, you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. But I rather think like, I'm just going to assume that I have a lot of days left. (laughs) And I'm going to work as if I have a lot of days left, not just a finite of time. Exactly. And you know, Sabrina, and our listeners know that something I've been working on a lot is staying in my feminine energy. And masculine energy has a timeline. Masculine energy is like, here are the tasks that you have to complete by this deadline. Feminine energy is cyclical. If you think about our monthly cycles, if you think about the cycles of the moon, there's a repetition to it. It repeats. And it's the same thing, I think, with the goals that we want to accomplish in our lives, because only we know what season we're in. Mm-hmm. The people that are posting these things on social media and putting this pressure on you, they don't know what you're dealing with. Like, yeah. I think back to when I was postpartum with Zane. And you know me, Sabrina, I was this hustler, go-getter. And when I got pregnant, and I've told this story before, I felt like that drive and ambition just paused in my life. And I struggled with it so much because in my head, I didn't know how to operate if it wasn't achieving. Right. And all of a sudden, I just wanted to watch Netflix all day. And it took a lot of work at that period of my life to just relax and give myself the grace to relax. Like there was my body creating a whole baby. And there was my mind telling me, no, you need to be doing, you need to be doing, because if you're not doing, then what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. And just because you pause doesn't mean that you're not ambitious, right? Especially mm-hmm. when you are going through very life-changing moments, whether mm-hmm. it's having a baby, whether it's changing cities, whether it's grief, like any kind of thing that really alters your being requires time for you to go through that. And so yeah, there's, you know, a month left of the year. But if you're in one of those stages, just honor that, right? When I say like, I don't think about time, because like, I feel like I could just do every day. It's no, it's because I think about the the state of mind that I'm in. And a perfect example that I don't think people realize, because you're only seeing the outside. Um, 
when Audrey had the baby, we took a step back from the amount of events we were trying to post, the amount of stuff we were trying to do for the Dream Lab, because it was important to do that, right? It was important for Audrey was going through that transition, then the pandemic happened, and now we're all going through a transition. So we've never operated from a place of, oh my God, we have to get this done. Mm -hmm. In fact, everything for the past two years has really put us into a space where we get to practice feeling and understanding what we need, what we want, why are we really doing this? Is it for others? Is it for ourselves? Is it for serving? And when you really start to think about those questions, it you start taking different types of action, right? Um, and things start to just look different, which means you get different results. Amen. Yesterday, I went to my um, physical stretch therapist because I work out a lot and my muscles are always tight. And he goes to me, I know I can't stop you from working out every day because I can't stop my other clients, but I can ask you to get more rest in. He's like that rest and sleep and recovery is just as important as your workouts. And it's the same thing with our mindset. It's the same thing as all the goals that we're setting in my life, in your in our lives. So if it wasn't for that period in which I was pregnant and postpartum and trying to find my drive again, I wouldn't have discovered the biggest gift that God was putting into my life at that point, which was to learn to give myself the grace to just be and see how my inner world was um, evolving. And I think that that's what you're touching upon, Sabrina, because it's not all about the things that we're able to check off a list, but how's our mindset? How self-aware are we? How strong are we at looking inward and really realizing what we need? outside of whatever is expected of us from other people, but honoring ourselves truly and being able to fill those needs. Yeah, those expectations that we think others are putting on us are very real. But one thing I've learned is that we also internalize them. Mm -hmm. And we start to really think about, oh, well, you start to put them on yourself. Oh, I have to do this because... I'm that person. I'm the organizer in my family. I'm the A-type personality in my family. If I don't do it, nobody else will do it. Um, You're also not creating space for you to really think about how you want to operate and how you want to do that. And then when you want to do something that's out of that role, it's, it's where you start to get stuck. And it's where you really start to overthink because you're not accustomed to trying on different different hats, different roles, you know, um, and it feels uncomfortable, but also you start to take that in and and you start to resent people because mm-hmm. you're like, well, I, I, of course I want to be the fun one in my family, but I don't mm-hmm. get to do that because I'm doing this, right? And that, it's all part of this process of just, really like you said getting into that feminine energy of like what do you want to do and I think for us that's what the dream lab has done for us we've strictly operated this business in what feels right for us when Mm -hmm. we want to have events when we feel it's the right time because when we show up as our true authentic selves feeling like we're ready to give things turn out just as they have 
I'm thinking right now that, you know, we just had Thanksgiving and now we're going into Christmas and New Year's. And a lot of our listeners are probably like, oh, so easy for you to say. I have all this family and it's just me. And we get it. Like Sabrina and I are both moms, both have big families and we feel the weight of our expectations. But it's not necessarily that your circumstances are going to change. It's that the way you're looking at it changes. Because the number one thing that we always teach our clients is you choose the thoughts that serve you. So whereas before we operated from this stress mindset, oh, but it's all on me and I can't do this and nobody cuts me a break. Well, that's never going to change. But how can you take a moment to pause, reflect and ask yourself, how can you handle it differently? What can you outsource? Who else can you ask for help? You're not going to get a trophy. Like I love, you know, our girl, Karina F. Daves is always talking about boundaries with family and how you don't get a trophy from doing it all. So you outsource things. You ask people for help. You take a moment to meet your needs before you go and explode all over your family, right? Yeah. And it all goes back to what you just said. Nobody, no mom that I know or women who's done it all generally sits and says, I'm doing this for a trophy, right? But the expectation when you start to feel like I'm not doing all this and for what, right? Or I'm doing all of this and no one recognizes it, then subconsciously you are doing it for a trophy validation and you're not really even sure how you got there, right? Because you're just thinking in the doing, right? You're not thinking of the bigger all picture. Like, for example, one of the things that I do is I set things based on the memories I want to have, right? Mm. So for the holidays, I'm like, okay, what do I want to feel? What do I want to do? And what's going to be the least resistant path to get there, right? So I kind of take like a mental picture and I'm like, okay, I want all these things that I want to feel, not that I want to look like, right? So looking like when you start to think about what you want everything to look like, you miss out on what you want the feeling to be. And that's when you start over decorating, you start over analyzing. And then when you sit down, because you didn't intentionally prepare for the feeling, you feel like something's missing. You feel like you didn't do enough. You feel like no one appreciates it, right? So what it looks like to intentionally set up a memory for me is I'll be like, oh my God, guys, like, I'm so grateful. Like all that matters is that we're going to be sitting down together. We're going to have funny jokes. Like I start to plant seeds of what I want others to feel because that's going to kind of come up. And I let go of everything that doesn't contribute to that memory. Right. And and it just makes it easier. You know, I don't know if that makes sense to our listeners, but it's just a different way of planning things versus the way I want things to look or what I expect things to look like or what I want things to be. And I think recently someone told me, oh, but you've always been very easygoing. Hmm. And it's like, that may be true, but there was a lot of times where on the inside, people didn't know how much stress I put on my relationship because things didn't look a certain way, right? Or on myself because things didn't look a certain way. And it's practice, right? It's practice to really think about what's, what, what do you want to feel? Right? Yeah. 
And that's, again, what we go over with our clients. It's setting that intention. Again, you can't change the circumstances, but you can change how you show up. You can prepare mentally before you go into something like Sabrina. I love that idea, Sabrina. That's amazing. Um, I know, for example, with holidays or the way things look or what's expected of us as women, I know my, I always prepare for like comments my mom will make or my dad will make. And I've learned to let it go. I just listen to their comment and I've become so self-aware and happy with myself that I hear the comment and I don't have to accept the comment. Like if it's something negative, oh, you should have done this. No, I shouldn't have. I'm happy with what I did. Yeah. (laughs) I'm happy. And that's what matters. Your opinion. Thank you. But I'm happy. It's it's so funny because um, before this call, I shared that my family was in town and you said, oh, that's a lot of pressure. And I think I just shared a story with you about how much fun we're going to have. But like, I, I didn't even respond to that. Cause I, it just hit me right now. I was like, oh, cause I actually don't feel a lot of pressure. I feel like we're just going to have fun. Right. Yeah. There's no expectation. Um, the expectation is you're going to come and have fun. And I know that each day I will do what I can. Right. For example, I told Carlos, I was like, while they're here, the kids are still going to bed on time because during in a they're here during a school week and I don't want to have to fight in the morning to get them up and so my boundary is going to be like hey guys at 7 30 I put my kids to bed your kids don't have to go to bed because they're on vacation but my kids have to go to bed and Mm -hmm. I already prepped my kids that they may not go to bed but they still have to go to bed and of course they're kids so they're like why do they get to stay up and I'm like I'm not even going to go there it's intentionally setting up for the kind of fun I want to have, but also like, I don't want my mornings to be stressful just because I'm trying to keep up with people coming over. Right. And I think as long as you communicate things to people, usually no one, I don't know, no one says anything. No, they respect you. Hopefully they respect your boundaries. And if not, you reinforce your boundaries. Yeah, exactly. I love how you heard my comment and you didn't let it affect you. You didn't internalize it. So I had a, I was on a call yesterday with one of my clients and she's telling me about all the things that she wants to accomplish that she feels she needs to accomplish by the end of the year for her business. And I was like, stop right there. Because, you know, one of the exercises that we always do is to envision that perfect day in your life. How does it feel like? What does it look like? I had her do that exercise and I told her, I'm like, I'm going to stop you right there because I want you to imagine that perfect day in your life. Think of the energy that you felt writing that out. Like she was, she even cried tears of joy and was so excited and laughing, writing it. But then her energy on our call yesterday was stressed. And I was like, this is your business, which you envision, which you're dreaming for, which you're working for. If you're going to create that business, that day of your life that you want, that's so beautiful, that's the energy that you need to embody. So this pressure about the end of the year and all the things that you feel you need to knock off your list before then they're draining you. You don't want to, you don't want to do that. You're not looking forward to anything. You have to have the energy of that perfect day in your life in order to go after these things. And there's no end. The world is not going to suddenly stop on December 31st. There's going to be a continuance. We get to get up and try again. Yeah. What I've been telling my clients is like, you still get to set goals this month, but the way I think of goals is what you just said. Are my days contributing to that bigger image, that perfect day, 
right? Mm-hmm. Maybe for the next month, you don't even want to think about what's happening next year. And that's okay, right? Because you're really trying to do the internal work. One thing I would say is when I when I share with my clients, I was like, I don't want you to give up on yourself is I want you to be honest with yourself about what it is that you want, right? And if you want to work through the holidays, work through the holidays. If you want to rest through the holidays, rest through the holidays. But don't stop doing the work, right? The mm-hmm. Asking yourself of what do you need? How am I going to feel? What do I want? And how can I contribute to that day? And it's interesting, kind of like the memory planning that I was talking about, when I think about setting goals for that ideal day, it really means that I get to plan out my holiday season just like that without having to worry about, you know, am I going to hit certain milestones, right? Because I know that as I show up to my business and do what I have to do, I get to do those things, right? So for example, while my family is here, I am going to operate as if I already have the kind of business that I want, meaning with the income and all the growing and scaling and doing all those things, which means that that person would show up while they're here presently, right? And set the boundaries to show up for my clients and still feel good about that, right? And And I think like it's really about having that larger picture and thinking, what can I do today to really contribute to that? And doesn't mean you have to hustle because Audrey and I are not about the hustle culture. No. And that's, that's part of the gift that my pregnancy and postpartum gave me, which is abandoning that. I used to be like team Gary V and hustle and team no sleep. But I realized in this phase of my life, like if also, if I don't have joy, if I'm not planning for joy, that's probably more important to me right now than accomplishing business goals to make sure that I am well balanced. While there's really no, I don't believe in balance per se, because in every season of our life, there's different priorities. But I do believe now more than ever that I need to make more time for play. As much as I have my business goals, I want to play just as much, which we covered um, on our call with Melissa, which if you haven't listened to it, go back because that was amazing. But all of these things, I think that the larger goal in life and what all of these posts about the end of the year are getting to, it's like, you have this one life. What are you doing with it? And it's not pressure to perform something incredible, but it's to tap into your potential and don't let another day go by in which you're not truly present and you're not fully aware of what you want out of your life. Because then that's the shame. If you're home all day, and I don't think any of our listeners do this, I hope not. But if you're just home all day, letting days go by, not working on yourself, procrastinating, and putting off the things that you know in your heart you should be doing, then there's the shame. But if you are someone that gets up and works every day, trying to move the needle on the things that you want in life. And that's enough. Know that that's enough. Yeah. It's interesting. You said that I had a a call yesterday where somebody said, but how do you get unstuck? And it's, it's such a simple 
like if I say it here, I'll, I'll share it. It's very simple. But in a coaching call, we go a little bit deeper. But it's like you take action, right? You stop overthinking. Because one of the things I realized that overthinking does, and I shared this with Audrey earlier, is it doesn't, overthinking doesn't stop you from succeeding, right? Like if you just take action today, it doesn't mean that you succeed tomorrow. But what overthinking does, it does stop you from taking action that you can learn from. Guys, anything you want to do, whether it's become fit, launch a business, get a promotion, you need data to help you decide if you're moving the needle forward. You can't get that data if you're not making decisions. So there is no good or bad decisions. There's just a decision. And whether it's good or bad, you still have to analyze it in the process of, is this serving me? You know? Yes. And, yes. and that's what overthinking does. So I was talking to somebody and, and they were saying like, they were just giving me all the scenarios, right? Because that's what we're used to. We're used to doing pros and cons. And I was like, does, does it matter? right? Isn't it better to make a decision? You know, it worked great. You know how to move forward. You make a decision. It didn't work great. Now, you know, that doesn't work and you get Mm -hmm. to move forward. Right. And, and that's all it is. Right. So when you start to really move the needle is taking action, whether it's messy action, whether it's action that you're unsure of, uncomfortable with all of that. And then you get to decide, number one, did it work for me? I didn't feel good doing that. Okay, so I'm not going to do that. And and that's the the one part you rob yourself from when you're overthinking. You're not collecting the data and you're prolonging the result that you want. You know, somebody asked me yesterday, how did you become so disciplined and consistent? And I told her, honestly, because I've hit rock bottom. A lot of times we abuse ourselves when we're not doing what we should be doing when we know and we're mean to ourselves. But I use that as information because I've been there. I know that I don't want to feel this way. And I learned to take the judgment off of myself. And so if we, if we do what we've always done, we're going to get what we've always gotten, right? We know that. So if we continue with these thoughts that aren't serving us and taking the same actions and the overthinking and it's not working, give yourself the grace to say like, all right, it's not working. I need to do probably the opposite of what I'm doing now so I can see different results. Yeah. I don't know why that when you were sharing that, it just brought me to another story that I shared with somebody on a call, which they're like, oh, I'm a procrastinator. And because I, I used to be a procrastinator, I was like, and still procrastinate. But now I know why. Usually when I was procrastinating is because I was scared of something, right? Either I was scared of what the result was going to be. I was scared of what somebody might say. Uh, For example, people procrastinate a lot around big presentations. That's just really fear because once it's done, you have to do it, right? But we think we get an adrenaline out of that. Like, oh, I'm just good at last minute. No, once it's done, you'll have less time to think about it and you'll just have to present it and then it is what it is, right? And so that's really why I procrastinate, which is why I'd like to share that with, with friends. And so once you become aware of all of these things, it really shifts you, like you said, right? It shifts you in, I know I don't like to feel that pressure and that judgment that I'm procrastinating, like you were just talking about. And so it's really about, is this really contributing 
to that self that I want, that day that I want, where I just feel like things are working out in my way. Because when you're in those state of mind, I'm not disciplined, I don't do enough, I'm a procrastinator, what you're really doing is self-sabotaging because you're buying into those thoughts and you're buying into this idea that that's just who you are and it's not contributing to a larger vision that you have of yourself. I love this because I was having a conversation with another life coach and we were like, you know, we're getting to a point in society in which I think the stigma around therapy is removing itself. But we also need to get to the point where we realize that everybody needs a life coach because most of us go through life on autopilot with these thoughts and the story that we create as to why we are the way we are, what we do, what we don't do. And we need people that are going to lift us out of that mindset, challenge us on our mindset and help us live intentionally. Because again, the point is not to achieve, you know, your a million dollar business by the end of the year. The point is to go after the life that you want. And you need to be surrounded by people and situations that are going to help you elevate your mindset to get there because it's not the strategy. It's not the actual things that you have to do. It's the way in which you look at it. Yeah. And the reality is, is that if you've, if you do follow anybody who does life coaching, there's already something inside of you. That's probably like, I really want to work with this person. Um, And you should, because there's something special about a container where it's one-on-one and the person's able to hold up a mirror and you get to really dig deep, right? Um, But I just shared a really short story about uh, my chandelier on my IG stories. Did Mm -hmm. you see it? Did you hear it? Yeah. So Mm -hmm. we got this beautiful chandelier, but when it came in the box, it was in pieces. It looked like a hot mess. And we packed that up and I was ready to go drop it off at the UPS store. Luckily, that UPS store was like, oh, I, we can't take this package. It's got to go here. So I was like, oh, whatever, I'll go home. I'll do that tomorrow. But a friend was over and he's like, let me see it. And Carl's like, nah, that's like an eight-hour job. We don't have time for that. It's The instructions are basically not even there. And he's like, let me see it. So he opened it and he's like, oh, no, it's really easy. An hour mm-hmm. max. Mm-hmm. And like he did one little piece together. And I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. But had we not had someone who challenged us and made us see and have a different perspective, we would have missed out on this beautiful chandelier. (laughs) And now there is a memory around this beautiful piece in your home. Yeah. And there's just so many things lately that I've seen. You know, Carlos the other day, he's working with a trainer. He's like, oh, I've never lifted so much. He goes, I didn't think I could do it. But the trainer knows his progress he's had, right? And again, that's the same thing that happens with a life coach. Like you're not willing to make certain decisions or look in certain places and have different perspectives because no one has presented that opportunity for you, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what a coach does. A coach is able to really make sure that you don't walk off the field. That was one of the things that someone said. And I really loved that because I was like, oh, yeah, that's my job. I make sure you don't walk off the field. I love that. I love that. So yeah, I yeah, I I like to say that I I was telling someone this last night. I believe that we all have a purpose and sometimes we need someone to just be there to help us discover it within ourselves. Yes. So as this year is coming to an end, just stay true to yourself. Figure 
start to ask yourself the questions of what do you want this season to look like the next three months, four months, this week. If it's overwhelming for you to even think beyond today, just think about how do I want to feel today mm-hmm. and start taking those small actions that will bring joy to you. Because when you're in a state of joy, all the other stuff feels easier. Yeah. And, you know, life isn't only made up of what we achieve financially and professionally. Life is made up of our relationships, those day-to-day moments that make us laugh, the quality of our relationships with our friends, our families, our romantic relationships, and ourselves. So it doesn't have to be these big business goals. It's the joy you're finding in your everyday. Yes. Actually, you just said something that I think would be perfect to end this with, which is start with the relationship of yourself. Someone wrote the other day, I don't know if it was Mariela, which she's been on the podcast and she's was Audrey's coach. Maybe it was her or somebody else. I don't know. But somebody wrote that if you're not willing to ask yourself these questions or journal, it's basically that you're either scared or haven't cultivated the discipline to really get to know yourself. Mm. And when you know yourself, all the relationships around you also get easier. So if there's one goal that I would challenge you to have from here to the end of the year is to get to know yourself. Yeah, that is attainable. Yes. And it's the journey of lifetime. With that said, I hope you guys had a beautiful holiday and a happy Friday. Happy Friday.